welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you are doing awesome. Um, I am currently residing in the middle of a polar vortex. I don't know. I've never even heard that term before, but that's what they're calling it on the TV. And uh, it's freaking freezing here in Michigan, man. Holy smokes. Negative 40 out last night. I woke up this morning. I literally had like an inch thick of ice on the inside of my sliding door. I'm like, what? Like, what's going on? Like, my house doesn't even know how to handle it. It's crazy. But we're getting through it. The good news is uh, on Saturday or Sunday, it's supposed to be like 47. <laughs> so it's literally going to be like 80 degrees warmer. And, uh, that's Michigan for you. So it's all good. We'll make it through. Always do. Um, but today we're talking about every door direct mail and I'm going to kind of go on, uh, some of the basics and, and stuff that we do with it and, um, tell you what kind of return you can expect and, the process of getting set up and, and getting it designed and shipped and all that stuff. So we'll dive into that here in a minute. Uh, but before then, uh, if you are new, I want to say welcome to the podcast. Uh, this podcast is for business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, specifically in the home business space. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff we talk about can be applied to all types of businesses, but uh, we kind of cater to the home business providers. Uh, and yeah, so that's what we do here. So welcome if you're new. Um, if you're not new and you've listened to this podcast and you're a diehard like a lot of you guys are, we appreciate and love you guys. Thank you for listening. Um, but also leave us a review if you could. It takes literally like an extra minute of your time and we put these things out typically a minimum of one to two a week uh, and it's taking hours of our time. So we just only thing we ask in return is that you leave us a review, uh, explain how it's brought you value, and that would mean the world. So thank you for that. Um, so yeah, so let's dive in. Let's talk about one of the topics that I love most. And the reason I love it most is because direct mail is a massive, massive uh, part of the growth of my company, my home service business. And there's nothing anybody can say that will change my mind. People out there, some people think it doesn't work. Um, some people think it's too expensive. Uh, there's nothing that anybody could tell me that would ever change my mind because I already know what I've done with it, okay? I literally built almost my entire service company on direct mail, and we still send out ten to 20,000 pieces of direct mail every single month. Okay. And I'm going to dive into kind of our strategy on that here shortly. Um, but, you know, direct mail is a massive part of why I'm at where I'm at, right? And we talk all the time about finding a marketing avenue that brings a consistent um, return for you, something that you can really count on, something where you know if you send out X amount or spend X amount, you're going to get X amount in return, right? For me and my company, that source has been direct mail. Google AdWords, we absolutely kill it. Facebook ads, we do awesome with. But nothing has been quite as predictable and trackable as direct mail. So I'm a big believer. Now, if you're like, Matt, I don't have money for direct mail. I'm about to click off this. Don't click off because everything I'm about to tell you can be translated over to putting postcards out by hand, which for the first two years of my company, that's what I did, right? 
The only difference with direct mail is that you're just able to scale and get them out a lot faster and get a lot more of them out, right? So like when we could afford direct mail, we went that route and we started to scale the amount of postcards we put out. But until then, we were just doing everything by hand and putting out as many as possible. So if you're not to the point where you can afford direct mail, this is still a good podcast for you to listen to. One, because you can apply it to what you're doing now or what you need to be doing now. And two, it's going to teach you things you need to know in the future if you want to grow a big business. Okay. So um, really, the biggest complaint that I hear from people with any type of print marketing, but especially direct mail or handing out postcards and flyers and stuff is that they say, listen, it doesn't work. And my response to that And I haven't been wrong yet, okay? I'm not saying I'm never wrong, but I haven't been wrong in this yet. Whenever I say, send me over what you're putting out, people send it over and I can tell them exactly why it's not converting. Now, whether or not they wanna believe me and try again is up to them. But I realized early on that no, not every postcard campaign works the same, okay? It's not all equal. You can't just go design a postcard yourself and expect it to knock it out of the park, right? We've mailed out... 10,000 pieces of direct mail that flopped. And I'll give you an example. Uh, We did a direct mail campaign two years ago, and it was at the end of August, and we did a back-to-school campaign because all the kids are going back to school uh, first week of September. So we have this kid with a backpack on, and I mean, to this day, one of my favorite-looking cards that we've ever designed. I mean, it was freaking sweet-looking. We send it out, and it flops. I mean, hard flops. Like, only got a couple jobs off of 10,000 cards. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? Like, why didn't that work? And what we chalked it up to was that at that time, everybody is sending back to school campaigns, right? In the mail, JC JCPenney's is sending out magazines and on the front, back to school. Everything is back to school, right? And so for us, when we mailed out a back to school postcard to people, it's just another freaking back to school marketing campaign and they got tossed, right? Didn't even look to see what we did because our title was all about back to school, get your stuff done before your kids get busy. And so when they saw that, boom, just went in the mailbox and that campaign flopped. So although it looked awesome, it didn't convert. And we learned as we went that, hey, that's why, right? And so you live and you learn. But the cool thing is, is over the last five years, I've, I've really mastered the designs that we use inside my home service business. Like we only use five or six different ones every single year. And it's just because they work. So why would I change something that's working, right? So for a lot of you guys that are like, listen, like I've done postcards or, or whatever the case and we didn't get a good return, good chance is because the way you have it designed, you don't have a good call to action, you don't give people a good reason to pick up the phone, uh, the design on it is lousy and not professional, the quality of the material is not professional. Um, and the other thing that people say all the time is like, oh, I tried that, it didn't work. Well, how many did you put out? I put out a thousand, I got three calls. Okay, you put out 1,000 cards, like, of course it didn't work. Like you lost before you even started. Guys, you have to be putting out thousands and thousands of cards before you can really say something isn't working. And if it does if it doesn't work after that, let's dive in to see what your content on the card looks like and why aren't people calling you? Because the misconception is that it just doesn't work. But the reality is is people want what you have, you're just not relaying the message in a way that gets them to pick up the phone and call you. Okay? So I want you to understand that and take that serious. Like 
We say it all the time. People are like, Google AdWords don't work. Well, you're wrong because someone's searching for your service right now online and you're not popping up and they're hiring somebody else because they don't know you exist. So what are you talking about, right? So it's no different. Hey, you're putting a postcard in someone's mailbox and they're picking it up and because you didn't design it in a way to catch their attention and draw them in, you're saying that people don't buy off direct mail. You're, you're wrong. You just don't, you don't know yet how to design it. So let's go into a few details. Um, one of the most important things that you can have on a postcard is the title at the very top. Um, and it doesn't have to be at the top. What it needs to be is the center of attention, the first thing that somebody reads. So it could be in the middle and the, you know, the font's really big. That needs to draw them in. It needs to at least give them an idea of what you do, right? So on almost all of my cards, um, R says your local exterior cleaning specialist, right? And so they, they know that A, we're local because a lot of people like that. And B, we do exterior cleaning, power washing, roof cleaning, stuff like that. So if they read that and they don't care about it, they're going to toss it, of course. But if they read that and they're like, eh, my house is kind of dirty, they're going to read the rest of the card. So the title is extremely important. Um, I always like giving some type of proof on the card, a before and after picture. Powerful. Why? Because some people can't really visualize what their house would look like or what their roof might look like when it's done. So if we're pushing a roof cleaning um, ad, then we want to have a before and after of a roof that we have done, right? And you're like, well, I don't have any before and afters. They're all over on the internet, right? Now, make sure you have permission to use whatever you're using, but the reality is, is you guys can find the content you need online. Also, make sure everything on there is very high definition. Uh, the photos are professional looking. They're crystal clear. There's nothing worse than getting a postcard in the mail and the photos on the postcard are all pixelated. I've seen it a million times from service companies. It literally blows my mind that they would spend money to put out all these postcards and then the content they have on it sucks. The quality's garbage. So make sure that the quality of the photos that you're putting on it are good. Now, the big misconception with direct mail is people think that you have to, you know, have some kind of crazy deal going for people to pick up the phone. The funny thing is, is that for my business, we don't ever discount our services with direct mail. Ever. We advertise our real prices. Here's the trick though. The way we advertise them makes it feel like a special. So we put them in uh, like a coupon format, right? So when they look at, it kind of looks like a coupon. Um, and the way we word things and we put an expiration date and all this kind of stuff and then we put our real price. So people think that, oh, you got to give away, you know, the house to freaking get people to pick up the phone. No, 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 no. You just got to make people feel like they're getting a deal, Okay. And my company's proof of that. We don't discount our services when it comes to direct mail ever. Never have ever. And it just works. Okay. So you don't have to have, you know, discounted prices. You can advertise your real prices. You just have to do it in a way that makes people feel like they're getting a deal. Okay. So title, uh, really good photos, before and afters, have your specials on there, word them in a specific way create a urgency, which would be your expiration date, or uh, we just did a campaign for uh, one of our clients. He's doing, uh, and we're testing it out. We've never done this, so we don't know, but he's doing uh, the first 20 people that call get free driveway cleaning with any house wash. Like huge bonus, right? That's a, you know, for him, $100, $150, maybe $200 uh, add-on that he's giving away to for free for the first 20. Um, so, you know, hopefully that'll get people to pick up the phone right away and call. That's the goal. 
And so you got to test these things out. Uh, but those are really the key important things. Of course, you need to have the, the core services you're offering. Do not put a list of 10 or 15 services that you do. Like I always say, list three to four of your core services. That way people think you actually specialize in something and you're not a handyman, okay? People don't call, uh, you know, high-end customers want a specialist. They don't want a handyman, so don't make the postcard feel that way. And when you have 15 services listed of the services you offer, people will not read through them all, okay? It's that easy. So that is, you know, it's hard to, I should really make a course on this, but it's hard for me to uh, give you all the details without showing you visually exactly what to do. Um, if you go on our website, serviceindustrymarketer.com, you can see a lot of examples that we've done, um, and that'll give you a good idea of how we do things, okay? So uh, my company, I mean, shoot, man, we do so many postcards for people, it is not even funny. Uh, and so there's there's some good feedback and good mar marketing um, examples on there that you guys can see that'll hopefully help you imagine what I'm talking about here, right? Um, so how does every door direct mail work? This is something that people are confused on. Uh, they think that, hey, do I need to send you like an address list or, or how's that work? Nope, not at all. So our process here at Service Industry Marketer is you would go to our website, you would buy whatever package you want on there, quantity, size, all that kind of stuff. Um, once we get that order, uh, you would email us your logo, all your business information, phone number, business name, um, if you want email on their website, all that kind of stuff. And then you just give us a brief overview of what you're looking for. Maybe you want to use one of our tried and true cards. That's cool too. Um, but once we have all the information, we start designing. So our turnaround time on average is about 48 hours for a design. And then we send that to you. So we may go back and forth a handful of times to make sure it's perfect, exactly how you want it. You may want to change a few things once you see the first proof. But once that d design process is done, we send it to print and then we print them. Um, now, there's two options here. Uh, the one I always try to push people towards, regardless if they have a big budget or not, is I try to get people to mail them on their own. We can do it for you, but it costs you a lot more money, a couple hundred bucks more. So I would rather see you put that couple hundred bucks in some extra cards and mail out a bigger campaign and go drop them off the post office yourself. So let's just say you are going to mail them yourself. Um, you have two options. One, you can either buy them through us and we print them and we will bundle them for you at an extra cost because they have to be bundled in 100, uh, stacks of 100. Or you can do it yourself. You can sit in front of the TV one night and count them out 100 at a time, put rubber bands around them, call it good. Uh, we have companies that do both. I've done both um, for my company, depending on what our budget looked like at the time. So they have to be bundled in hundreds, right? And so that's the first step. Um, now you're saying, okay, Matt, well, how do I know, like, how does the post office know where to mail them to? You're going to go to usps.com and they're going to have a business tab at the top. You're going to click on that and then they're going to have an every door direct mail tab. You click on that. It's going to open up a map. Um, the map is going to allow you to type in your zip code. And when you type in your zip code, you're going to be able to see all the routes in that zip code that they are mailing to. Now, this is something that you should be doing prior to ordering the cards because you should know what routes you want to mail to. That's going to help you understand how many cards you need, right? Um, but the really cool thing about the USPS.com uh, Everydoor Direct Mail tool is that they give you some, some pretty good stats. Um, 
you know, they can show you, you know, how many residential houses are there. You can see the exact routes that it's being mailed to, the exact streets. Um, it tells you things like the average income of that route, which is massive. Uh, we only mail to routes with an average income of $90,000 a year or more. Now, depending on where you're at, if you're in California, that might be low. I don't know. Um, you know, if you're in the Midwest here, that's probably pretty good. So you want to be mailing to these high-end routes. Um, so you can see all that type of stuff on there. You can see, I believe, average age, um, all that kind of stuff, right? And so pretty powerful tool. So you can go through there and you can click on the routes. It'll show you how much it costs to mail to that route, okay? You don't pay us for the mailing. You're just paying us for the card. So once you figure out, okay, Matt, I'm gonna mail to, let's just say four routes and I need 2,500 cards. Perfect, so you're going to go on the website. You're gonna pick out those four routes, okay? You're gonna hit okay and it's gonna have you print out what we call slips. And for every stack of 100, you're gonna have a slip for that route, right? And so let's say a route has 500 houses on it. So you're gonna need five stacks of 100 and five slips, one slip for each. You'll put that in, and then it's gonna print you out a main page, and that's the page that you're gonna to take to the post office that tells them what routes you're mailing to, how much it's gonna cost, all that kind of stuff. So a little work on your end, right? But man, nothing compared to having to put them out by hand. Like for me, uh, for 10,000, you know, our office manager does it now, but you know, back in the day when I was doing it, I could probably print out 10,000 slips. Um, if they came, you know, if the cards came bundled, I could have it ready to go, packed up to put in the truck to bring to the post office, probably in an hour. Not bad, right? And so to get 10,000 cards out in an hour for me is like, that would have taken me like three months to do by hand. So I encourage you guys to go on there and play around with that tool uh, because it's even if you're not mailing cards right now, it's gonna give you a good idea of like where the money's at, right? And you'll be surprised, like you'll find pockets in your zip code that maybe you didn't know existed or hey, there was a neighborhood I didn't know that was there that's really, really good. Um, and so it's really good. Now, what kind of return should you expect? Well, this is a, a tricky, tricky question because um, here's the problem. People try it one time and then they say, oh, I didn't get the return that I expected, I'm done. With any type of marketing, it's always about an average, right? It comes down to the average game. And for me, I'm sending these out every 30 days to the same routes over and over and over. I've been doing it for years now and it works. And that's why we dominate those neighborhoods now. So for me, uh, we have an average return of a half a percent return rate, okay? Now, I know guys that say, well, mine's closer to a quarter percent. Um, you know, So if you wanna say somewhere between a quarter and a half a percent, that is, the national average 100%, okay? So the problem with that is that if you don't do it consistently, you may have a worse one. Or let's say you do it once during the hot season, you might get lucky and have better, right? Maybe you have a 1% return rate. You gotta do it consistently. The only way direct mail works is if you send them out every 30 days over and over and over to the exact same houses, this is very, very crucial. You have to understand this. If you do not mail these things out or put them out by hand in the same neighborhoods every 30 days, people will not recognize your brand and you will not dominate those neighborhoods. The biggest mistake people make, I remember the big like push was like, oh, you need to mail like every three to four months. Dude, you're insane. People don't remember your mail piece three or four months later. You need to do it every month. And if you're lucky, by the end of the year, they might start to recognize your company. Okay, now that might scare some of you away, but I'm just being honest. If you're not ready to commit, 
and this goes for any marketing, but especially direct mail, if you're not ready to commit, don't get in, don't do it. Okay. But if you, if you're one of those people, that's like, no, dude, I'm all freaking in. Like there's a difference in people, right? If you're that guy that's like, no, dude, I'm all in. I want to use what's proven to work and I'm going to be consistent this entire year. It'll work for you. It just works. Like we haven't had any clients that have said, oh, it didn't work. And it's just because if you follow the path, if you're consistent, if you have the right type of card, the right call to action, the right way to lay out your specials, the expiration dates in the right spot, they're not super far out, they're very short. Um, this is all the stuff that that really drives home a good postcard and a good direct mail campaign, okay? So that's as far as I'm going today with this. Um, we may do videos on our YouTube channel in the future about this. We may create a course for you guys if that's something you're interested in, uh, but, Direct mail is powerful. Postcards are powerful. If you're doing them by hand, be consistent, guys. If I can tell you anything, be consistent. That's number one. And the second one is make sure you have a card that is converting. Don't go be cheap and design something on Vistaprint to save a hundred bucks. Okay. Have a company like this or whoever you use. Okay. I'm not even trying to sell our stuff. I don't, I don't care but somebody that has a tried and true method that you know works. That way, when you're putting it out, you can be confident that, hey, the card that I'm using has worked for other people. Okay, so those two things, consistency and the content on your card has to be spot on, tried and true and proven. Awesome. If you have any questions, email me. Uh, we talk to people every single day. Even if they're not buying from us, I have no problem educating you on the process and helping you out there. Uh, we do it every single day for people. So again, we're all here just to help you guys grow. I want you guys to blow up, man. I want you guys to have a similar story to mine, like started with nothing. And then, you know, now I have freedom, my time and all, and all the stuff you hear me talk about. I want that for you guys. And I, and it's there for you. Like that's, that's the hard part for me. Like when I'm looking from the background in and I can see what some of you guys are doing and you just want so bad to reinvent the wheel. You want to just so bad, be creative and, and do it your way. Guys, there's just no reason. There is just absolutely no reason. Find someone who's done what you're trying to do and literally go copy what they did and it will work. It's that simple. So if you have any direct mail questions, I'm your dude. Okay. I've not only mailed a gazillion of them for my own company, but we, we do it for other companies every single day all around the country. Uh, we're just got done doing a, a direct mail campaign for someone in Australia and, uh, we're doing another design job out in Australia right now. So we do it for people all over and it just works. So I love you guys. Um, you know, this podcast is hopefully a little bit more educational, something that you can kind of get your brain ticking a little bit and, and thinking and go to our website and see some of the examples we've done, not so you can buy from us, but just so you can get an idea of, of what looks good and what works and the type of quality you should expect uh, for your own company. Um, you know, but hopefully this will kick you in the butt and, and kind of get you moving. So I love you guys. And we will, uh, we'll see you next time, next episode. Uh, we're trying to do two or three of these a week now. And like I always say, man, I'm not putting out content unless I have something to say. And uh, we had enough requests of people just saying, hey, man, can you just like go on there and talk about direct mail a little bit? Um, we've had people say the same thing about AdWords and Facebook. So Mitch is going to be doing some episodes here shortly uh, on Facebook ads and Google AdWords and, and diving in as deep as he possibly can on a podcast to teach you guys um, all the different ins and outs of it, right? So 
Hopefully we can educate you guys and help you grow a bigger, more successful home service business. But until next time, I will see you guys. If you're in the Midwest, stay warm. Don't become an, uh, a popsicle. I just got my haircut this morning and like my truck never even warmed up. So stay inside if you can. If you're in Florida, I hate you a lot, but uh, I'm jealous. So I love you guys. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.